Bucks-Celtics, let's get a huge scoring night in the NBA. Joel Embiid with the Sixers record, 70 points in a win versus the Spores. Meanwhile, Carl Anthony Towns broke Kobe Bryant's record for most points in the first half since at least 96-97. He got 44 of his 62 then. Stephen A., what do you make of the big man in today's NBA? I was incredibly happy and proud of, of Joel Embiid, who's putting the NBA on notice that he is the league, the reigning league MVP. Now he's coming for something more, a title, and he's playing like it. Props to him. Carl Anthony Towns, not so much. You dropped 62 points, but about 58 of them came in the first three quarters. And then the next thing you know, you only make two baskets in the fourth quarter, and y'all lose an 18-point lead and ultimately lose the game because you forget how to play defense because everybody was caught up on Carl Anthony Towns dropping 60. That is the difference between somebody that's aiming for a championship and a team that's relatively immature and needs to grow up a little bit more. They got the talent, but they got to be more disciplined and mature, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, Shannon. We'll call Anthony Towns. Far too many times, there are these teams. He's got 18 points. He's got 20 points. This is the Carl Anthony Towns that they took number one overall, that right. can po- play with his back to the basket, can shoot the three, can get to the foul line. This is the Carl, not 62 points, Stephen A., but right. this is the Carl Anthony Towns that the Minnesota Timberwolves need to see on a more consistent basis in, a in, order, for them, yeah, in order for them to get to where they want to be. I, look, they lost, and they should have never lost this game, but I was happy to see Carl Anthony Towns look like Cat. We've been calling Carl Anthony Towns. If you want to be called Cat, you need to have more games like this. We need to see it in the fourth quarter, too, though. You yeah. can't do all that, and then you fold in the fourth quarter. No, 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 no. Can't do that. All right. The second annual NBA Rivals Week begins tomorrow with KD and the Suns taking on Luka in the Mavs at 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific on ABC. Plus, Victor Wembanyama, the Spurs, host SGA and OKC, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central on ESPN NBA Countdown. Tipping off our coverage, Malika and the crew at 7 on ESPN. Oh, there he is. There he is. Sun's out, guns out. (laughs) Team, how we doing? Hey, it is an honor to be here. Uh, Obviously, Uncle Shannon Sharp is uh, immortalized forever in Saturday Night Live history with one of the funniest sketches they've had in a long time. Stephen A. Smith was on with Howard Stern this morning. Are you kidding me? And Molly, I assume you're just cover model for every single magazine that's out there right now. It's an honor to be joining you elite human beings. That is for sure. I just want to know, Pat, did you notice Stephen A.'s suit today? Ooh, I know. How could right? you not? The purple right? is fly. It's a beautiful right? thing, you know? Yeah. And the tie and then the pinstripe there underneath. I mean, the guy's yeah. always clean. Always yeah. clean. So, I mean, that's so just his you, you, you heard that, Shay Shay? You heard that, Shay Shay? You heard that, Shay Shay? You taking notes? You taking notes? I, I, I am. But, Stephen A., Molly be, Molly be trying to throw a little shade uh, on, you know, low key. Oh, right. oh, P Mac, you see Steve in a suit? Uh-huh. You know the man oh, yeah. see it. He got him up on the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's saying, hey, you got anything to say about this Who's purple suit? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 Don't yeah, be picking yeah. sides. All right, three's a crowd, Shannon. That's right, Shannon. All right, That's you, right, Shannon. You do you. Yeah. You do you, bro. Shannon, don't be you taking do sides here. Moment. All right, speaking of purple, you like that transition. Lamar Jackson took over in the second half, thrown two TD passes and running for two scores. And the Baltimore Ravens pulled away to defeat C.J. Stroud and the Texans and punch Baltimore's ticket to host 
the AFC Championship game. Meanwhile, Mahomes shown classic Mahomes magic. Boy, is he unreal. As he led his Chiefs to their sixth straight AFC Championship and sent Josh Allen in the Bills packing. Hey, Mac, you're up first. Tell me this, sir. More impressive run thus far. Would you go with Mahomes or Lamar? Well, I think Lamar and the Ravens have been absolutely dominant all year. I mean, this has been the Ravens team. I think I saw a stat earlier on Get Up or maybe here on First Take where they've beaten 11 teams with winning records this season, which is the yes. most in NFL history in his entire thing. So what the Ravens have done against great teams all year has been nothing short of dominant. But I think the thing that is so fun to me to watch this Kansas City Chiefs team in the middle of a dynasty run is they had to figure it out this year. They have a very new team, a new way of doing things. Vibes were low. Remember, Travis Kelsey was throwing his helmet. Taylor Swift was bummed out up in the suite. Patrick Mahomes was about to fight a ref at one point. I mean, it was very <laughs> negative. It was very different. And since then, they've had to find their way. And for the first time having to go on the road in the playoffs against the Buffalo Bills, it felt like they relished that. They enjoyed it. It was the first time they got a chance to be the heels and go suck the happiness out of an entire city in Buffalo. So both are impressive. Obviously, what Lamar and the Ravens have done all year is great. But this is different for Mahomes this year. And I think that has been cool to watch as one of our goats kind of has to evolve and change his game in the middle of a season. I agree with what you I agree with what you said, P Mac. Patrick Mahomes had his worst statistical season since he's been in the NFL as a starter. The receivers led the league in drops. We saw the Ravens since about week eight, they've been the best team in football. Remember the demolition job they did against the, uh, the Lions? Remember the job when they beat down Seattle when Seattle was really good? What about what they did to the Miami Dolphins? And then everybody remember on Christmas, they went to the Bay and dropped the bomb on the 49ers. So we are not surprised that the Ravens are here. We're absolutely shocked, given how the Kansas City Chiefs had looked all year long, that they ended up in the AFC Championship game. Remember, this was the first time they've had a road playoff game in Patrick Mahomes' career. And they went on the road, and they did the job and got the job done against Buffalo. And here they are in the AFC Championship game, which all in the, most people believe that the, uh, the Ravens are going to run away with this game. I'm most surprised. The most impressive run thus far for me has been the Kansas City Chiefs because the best they had looked all year was against Buffalo. The Ravens have looked good since about week eight. Because we see how many, what they drop on uh, uh, Miami, 60? And they did a number on the Lions. They did a number on the 49ers. They did a number on Seattle when Seattle was good. The Ravens have been good. Nobody is surprised that the Ravens and Lamar Jackson are here. You are very lucky, Shannon, that we got to get ready to go in a couple of minutes <laughs> because The Rock is coming into the house. Because I would jump all over you. Let me tell you something, Pat McAfee, I, I, let me tell you something right now. This same Shannon Sharp was on national television yesterday. Have you seen Lamar and what he has done? Do you have any idea how big this story is? Well, when we talk about their run, you're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs winning a couple of games this postseason. They're in the AFC Championship game. Mad love and respect to the great Pat, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid. But last time I checked, there was a season. And throughout this season, I didn't see them beat Detroit. I saw Baltimore beat Detroit down. I didn't yeah. see them beat Seattle. I saw them beat Seattle down. I'm looking down to this schedule right here, okay? I saw them going to L.A. and beat the Chargers, okay? I saw them come back home, beat the Rams after a bye week. I saw them shut down Jacksonville, who was hot at that particular moment in time. They both raced the damn San Francisco 49ers, and in back-to-back -back weeks, 
Then they smacked up Miami and dropped 56 on them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, we, we gonna go three, two weeks with San Kansas City rather learned how to catch the damn ball two weeks ago. And we gonna sit up there and say that that's more impressive than what we have seen throughout this season versus Lamar Jackson. What am I missing, P-Mac? Hey, listen, while Lamar Jackson has been the most dominant player on a football field, any football field all year, I 100% agree with everything you're saying. But I think what Shannon and I are talking about is this the first time we've had to see Patrick Mahomes and his chief team kind of change what they were doing, figure out during the year the puzzle in the Rubik's Cube. So I think that is something that we were trying to put over while also acknowledging that M&T Bank Stadium is no joke in Baltimore. What they have done to everybody, likely becoming one of the top tight ends in the in the league with Mark Andrews coming back on the other side. Nelson Aguilar catching balls and babies if he had to. Shout out back to his Philadelphia time. You're saying Zay Flowers, one of the most explosive people on earth. Dalvin Cook got the ball a couple different times and gained some yards. I mean, that team with that offensive yeah. line and what Lamar has done, amazing. Absolutely phenomenal. Hey. MVP season, but Patrick Mahomes and Chiefs have done something they haven't had to do yet, and we got to witness it for the first time. Hey, so I think I that's why Unk and I are impressed. Pat, I know, yeah. you know, Shannon and uh, S.A. are kind of BFDs, right? Shannon's a Hall of Famer, the whole deal. <laughs> you know, Stephen A. is like the number one guy in media, you know, him and Shannon, the whole thing. But I actually have someone here, an even bigger deal, that wants to say hi to you right now. So if we could open that up. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> <laughs> man. My man. How are you? Mwah. So good to see you. Good to see you guys. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me on. It's great to see you. Honored to have you in studio, my man. Good to see you guys. Finally. Honored to be here. Yes. Pat, before we jump in, I want you to be able to say hello to your guy. My brother, Pat. How are you? Hey, Rock, not as good as you, baby, but hoping to one day be. Congrats on all the success. You're now a board member, bro, for a multi-billion dollar company. Go on, Rock. Go on, dude. Yes, yes. Tell us about you, the man. major announcement today. So we had a major announcement this morning. We opened up the stock exchange. I had the honor of ringing that bell. The major announcement is uh, I have a board appointment. I was asked to join the board of TKO. And not only that, but within the deal, the very complex deal that we created and I signed with Ari Emanuel, uh, who I've been doing business with for 20 years, who's also been my agent, uh, I get full ownership of the name The Rock, along with some other things as well. So, so that unprecedented. That's yeah, that doesn't happen. Molly, yeah. it does not happen, and wow. that was incredible. So, it was really a very, very special morning, special announcement. But also, I just think that, you know, my my grandfather who was a pro wrestler for WWE, my dad who was a pro wrestler for WWE, yeah. trailblaze, both men of color. They would have never thought a day like this would come. Yeah. And here I am sitting at this table, mm -hmm. table that they helped to build. That's right. And it's very, very special. And that's so. exactly where I was going. I mean, yes. to, to be the son of a man that helped build this very company, that obviously for you to be in the position that is in, as you reflect on this at this particular moment, what does it feel like for you? It feels like the greatest blessing. This business, had it not been for this business of pro wrestling, this business gave me life. I've had a very lucky and fortunate career to have accomplished a few things in my life, but it all came from this business. Yeah. It all came from my very first match ever in the WWE. Mm. It was at Madison Square Garden. Wow. And that is sink or swim, New York City, baby. Yeah. And that was a very special night. And so as life can come full circle, as it has for me in this way, sitting on the board, the 
WWE publicly traded back then with my grandfather and my dad. They were paycheck to paycheck guys mm. uh, living hardcore. And here we are, uh, and here I am on this board again, a table that they helped build, complete ownership of the name The Rock. Had it not been for this name, The Rock, I feel like uh, there'd be no wrestling stardom, there'd be no Hollywood career. So I owe so much to the name, The Rock, uh, that wild lunatic that I was able to actually be myself yeah. in. Um, so it's very, very special. And deriving from the lineage. And, you, and your yes. father was the first champion, black champion in the WWE, correct? He was. My dad was uh, first black tag team champions with the Mr. USA, Tony Atlas. Atlas. And those guys paved the way Absolutely. and allowed for a bigger embrace for me and uh, yeah. fighters and athletes of color, but also just my generation. Mm -hmm. I want to bring my man Shannon in here because I'm Shannon, know brother to ask Shannon. Question, your brother, right? Go ahead, Shannon. You know what? I was going to call you DJ, but since you got the full ownership name of The Rock, I'm going to say The Rock. That's it. And I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> but I want to give you your flowers because do you understand how inspirational what you've been able to accomplish is? The football career, you tear your knee up and you're not able to have the NFL career that you wanted. And, Rock, I'm not so sure you're the most talented guy in any profession, but it's hard for me to believe that there's someone that will outwork you because that's something that you can control is hard work. You might not have the most talent. There might be people that were born with more talent than Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but it's hard for me to believe. And so seeing you, the success that you've had, you've given me inspiration because if I see you do it, it can be done. So that means I can do it or someone else can do it. So I just want to say, Thank you from a guy that played the game of football, that had a little success, that's now in the media. Rock, what you've been able to do and what you've been able to become is truly an inspiration, not only to people of color, and I want to kudos for that, but to anybody to let you know what you can be if you put your mind to it. So thank you. Man, I appreciate that. That means a lot, Shannon. Thank you very much. And that means a lot, especially coming from you, who, you know, you, in, in a way, and I always tell Strahan this, these guys live my dream. My yeah. dream was to play in the NFL. My dream when I was a kid wasn't, hey, I want to become a pro wrestler, mm -hmm. publicly trade a company one day. It was, I felt football was the way out because in wrestling, my dad was making maybe $120,000 a year. That was back then. Uh, taxes, expenses, yeah. you're not left with a lot. Right. Uh, so much different back then. So football was always the dream. So for me, I always say that making it to the NFL was the best thing that never happened mm -hmm. because, man, that drive and chip that it mm -hmm. put on my shoulder, that never goes away. But one thing before you jump sure. in really quick that I think separates you, it's how you treat people as well. Right, yeah. Regardless uh, of title, regardless of who it is, you know, it, it, it's just, it, it's in your heart and it's authentic and, and fans galvanize with that. incredible role model. You've done so much Thank for you so for many that. people. Yeah. You're one of the best, people in, Thank best you. people in the business, no question about it. We're all, we're all lucky, though, by the way, right? Well, I feel like it lucky. Well, so, and like, lucky. I always feel yes. like being yes. kind and nice to fans yes. is the easiest part of our job. Yeah, but right. not everybody stays that humble and down to earth and treats everyone the same. And, and I've Thank noticed you, that about you. I, yeah. Thank you. I'm sorry, Rock, brother. I interrupted I you. Wanna, I'm Steve Lane. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I go wanted to jump in. I'm like, Rock, do you think I could have been a professional wrestler? I mean, I think I got the talk game. I think y'all could have taught me the moves. I think I'd have been pretty good, Rock. What you think? You would have laid some Shay Shay Smackdown. <laughs> hold on, hold on one second, Shannon. Who says it's too late? Yeah. You're oh, his hip, you're, his you're hip statue. Hip that's about. Come on, you're chiseled. You're a beast. I seen you Come working on, out. Shannon. Nah, nah. My hips, my both, my two replaced hips rock says yeah. it's too late. 
Okay. <laughs> You're not like Shakira. Your hips you do this, lie. Because we're talking about fans. Talk about dreams coming true. There's a lot of people that's dreaming to see you wrestle. <laughs> yeah, are we, we going to see that? I mean, they, 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 I mean, WrestleMania is coming up. Raw. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff with the WWE. I'm asking you this question. Yes. Are we going to see are you? Are we going to see you? Well, you know, look, you guys know. I feel like you know. I'm a long gamer. Yeah. And I mean, I like to build. And this is something like this. What this is, if myself and Roman Reigns were to main event WrestleMania, and I mean this very respectfully of all the WrestleManias prior, because I grew up in this business and I love it, we could possibly put on with us as a main event and this incredible group of men and women who are these incredible performers, we could possibly put on the greatest and the biggest WrestleMania of all time. So you're saying wow. there's a chance. There's so a there's chance, a chance. Molly. <laughs> there's a chance. I'm saying there's more than a chance. You know, but yeah. look, I, just, okay. I, I love this business. I yeah. love pro wrestling. I love WWE. But I, I also I have this deep passion to grow it and to build mm -hmm. it. And if we're going to do something like this, I want the world to watch. But when something you say like, grow yes, it, yes, I need you to be specific. When you're talking about growing it and taking it to another level, yes. you're a visionary. Yes. You can't achieve what you have achieved in your life and in your career without having a vision. When you look at you and your involvement now on this level, mm -hmm. what do you see in the future that isn't there now? Okay, I mean this respectfully yes. because as we all, my grandfather, my dad, men of that time and eras, they helped build and pave this road that we're all on in terms of the wrestlers on the wrestling side. Yes. There is still a global footprint that the WWE can continue to, that the WWE can continue to anchor into. Mm. There are places to go, there are people to bring in. Right. And there are reach. Now, I mean, that, again, respectfully, because these performance have worked so incredibly hard in growing the company of the WWE. But if the ambition is there and our ambition is there, not only on the TKO side, but just me personally, because I love the business. If we cast the net and this is the net here and it's continuing to be cast here, if we were to do a WrestleMania and it would be Rock and Roman, if if we go down that route, then let's cast the net way over there. I got an idea for you. Tell me. I got an idea for you. I grew up watching the WWF. Yes. You understand me? I'm, I'm talking it. I'm, I'm talking yes. Randy Macho Man Savage. I'm talking. Listen. Ooh, yeah. I, this, ooh, yeah. I'm talking about that. <laughs> He's auditioning. Here's yes. what I'm saying to you right now. I really believe the success of wrestling was not just because of the wrestlers. It's because of the bad guy managers. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh. you talk about stuff. Oh, it's an angle. When I, I'm, not about myself. I'm not talking about myself. Oh. When you think about Paul Heyman, for oh, God, I mean, my God, yes. he came in here. He's scared to live in. It's the first time in my life I, I said, I can't debate that person. <laughs> I, can't, I can't beat him. I mean, when you, when you got Paul's somebody that know how to talk smack oh. combined with the great wrestlers, hey. Do you, you got fun. Do you let, have let, anyone I, in mind? Like, do you yes. know any actors that maybe are in general hospital? I mean, I How about this? That's possibly no, available. I mean, if, if needed and called upon. How about this? I have to make sure I put on about 30 pounds before I even get in the vicinity of y'all. I don't want nobody touching me. How, and if how about this? Can work on that. He's got off his protein. How about this? Paul Heyman yeah. manages Roman Reigns currently right now. Roman Reigns a universal champion. As I always like to say, they were both here, right? They were both here. I like to say, there's the Mount Rushmore pro wrestling. 
and who's on that list is debatable. But there's one more mountain that's being built right now with one face and one head, and it's Roman Reigns. Right. Okay? His manager is Paul Heyman. Right. If we were to go to WrestleMania, right. and it was Paul Heyman managing Roman Reigns, the universal champion, right. facing The Rock, the people's champion, the most electrifying man in all of entertainment, the people's champ, the people's choice, and he's got a manager in Stephen A. Smith. Don't do it. Let's hear what that WrestleMania promo would sound like. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Yes, I like that idea. I would have to do that. What are we going to do? I'll figure it out. Come on. I'll figure it out. How would we win? I have time. Excuse me, we're going to win? How would we win? Well, first of all, I think you're better. Okay. So I'm not worried about that. Okay. Paul Heyman will try to cheat. Yes. I would keep my eyes on him. And if he does cheat, what would you do? I have... Well, first of all, I'd have a sidekick. I'd have Shannon with me to beat him up. Yeah. To, to jump I'm coming in with the chair. I'm coming in with the chair. Nobody's touching me. Nobody's touching me. But I would definitely have. You'd have some goons. I'd, I'd have some goons. Yeah. One of them would be Shay Shay. Shannon. I'd okay. have Shannon, you know, and then obviously, you know what, I, I would handle whatever you needed me to handle. So know? here's what I Whatever. need. I need you to handle it. I need Shannon to handle it. And then I at the it. right time, I'm going to go ahead, Shannon. Steel cage match, Texas bull rope match, death match, whatever kind of match they want to have. I want a steel cage. You want death match? Yeah, I want a steel cage. I want a steel cage match. No, 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 no steel cage. We don't need no steel cage because that means we yeah. have to get in there. We don't want to do that. We, we don't, don't want yeah, to get stuck in the cage. We don't want to get stuck in the cage. No at, cage. At the right time, you do what you do. Shannon, you do what you do. And then at the right time, I'm going to turn to one human being who's going to take care of everything for us. That's right. And that's Molly. Yeah. Come on. The Rock. Rock, you said something earlier. You said you wanted to grow the WWE globally. Would you like to see the WWE have a footprint? What the NBA has been able to do globally? We see so many different NBA players from all over the world. It's just not an American sport anymore. Is that when you say you want the WWE footprint globally? Is that what you mean? That's a great question, Shannon. Yes, and, and just to clarify, WWE is a global brand, yeah. and they it do is. very, it very is. well. I'm very right. proud of them, and back when I was wrestling full-time, we were doing our best to open up these territories all around the world, and they mm-hmm. continue to do so. But if that is the goal and they continue to do that, let's reach for more. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. reach for more people who maybe necessarily don't watch the product, but let's bring them in mm-hmm. week by week, compelling storylines leading up to WrestleMania or a next WrestleMania or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So my thought and my goal is with the WWE is to continue to build out the brand mm-hmm. and to make it, to continue to anchor it in as the worldwide leader in sports and entertainment. And people want that joy, that entertainment, that but competition. Thank you for saying that, yeah. that joy. It's like unbridled, phonetic fen- f- joy that you bring fun. people. It's yes, the best. absolutely. Life can get heavy, and, and we need the levity, and you guys are bringing Amen. that. And there's more people that you can reach and touch, absolutely. And you guys are and the greatest entertainers in the world. I mean, I, I can't say enough about the wrestlers. And, and, and listen, they are entertainers. What absolutely. they bring in front of the camera, yes. in front of the microphone. When you look at The Rock, when they you look at Goldberg back in the day, so too. many of Of course, yes. phenomenal yeah. athletes. Sure. But you draw that. in that audience. You draw in that audience. It's what matters, because people want to hear what you yeah. have to say. I, they want to be enticed. I always say this with wrestlers, is as you were saying, the, that it's such a hard sports slash entertainment. Right. There's no seasons. It's all year round. Yep. And back when I was, I mean, we're working two, 230 dates a year, mm-hmm. different right. city every night, yeah. away from your family all the time. It's tough. The road's a grind. Road's a grind. It's fun, but it is a grind. Separate. Yeah. You played football. I did. Um, there's an AFC championship game and an NFC championship game coming up this weekend. There is. San Fran, Detroit. 
Kansas City Buffalo. Yes. Uh, we ain't hear anything from you about what you think about those two games. Well, why do you say it like that? I'm just asking. Like I'm I said, just asking. Yeah, you, 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 you didn't ask me. Okay, ask me the direct yes, question. Who's going to win? If you go Chiefs or Ravens in the AFC Championship, would you say Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? Uh... Tough. It's tough. It's really tough. It's tough. It's, 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 it's tough. It's a pick em in my mind. It's tough. I'm going to go with Baltimore. Okay. I'm going to go with Baltimore because I think Lamar Jackson is doing incredible things. And I think much like with Detroit, sometimes you could just – and I mean this respectfully now. I know people in KC are going to get hot. Yeah. People in San Fran. I was born in that area, Bay Area kid. Uh, but something starts to happen with this mentality where you are grinding and people are telling you, yeah, I don't know if you got that shot. They're not saying it now, but before and what they're doing uh, in Baltimore with Lamar, what they're certainly doing in Detroit, it's a thing that happens. You could start to feel mana swinging in that way. Okay, let me pivot really quickly. Uh, speaking of the WWE stuff, please send Nick Khan my love. He's a, he's a dear friend. I love so, Nick. Yes, yes, he's the best. He's absolutely the best. Nick, Nick, Nick was uh, very instrumental in putting this entire deal together for me. Nick, obviously, Ari, and Mark Shapiro. He's the but, ultimate businessman, but but he's well, such a good human being as well. Mark Shapiro's my guy, and Nick Khan has been texting me for the last hour. <laughs> you know, well, tell Nick he's dead to me because I haven't gotten one text. All right, I got two more questions for you, and then I'm going to let you roll. Okay. You know I love football. Yes. And so proud of everything that you were doing with the XFL. And obviously, yes, my guy, Sam you. Macho. And I know you're paying it forward there, and yes. you love the sport and you want to give these guys an opportunity. And now there's a new partnership there as well, right? You're working on that, the XFL and the USFL? Yes, combining. yeah. So we officially merged okay. leagues, and uh, it wound up being, well, we'll see, fingers crossed, yep. how we do this spring. But I think it's going to work out. We got a real shot with this now that yep. we've merged. We, XFL, USFL merged together to make create the yep. UFL. Mm -hmm. And we found great success this past season with the XFL. USFL on their side found some really great success too. Mm -hmm. Here's the bottom line is as a guy who just loves the game of football, put my hands in the dirt. I, I, that was my dream. Never happened for me. But, uh, but now, as life comes full circle, we're able just to create these opportunities for guys. And what we have found is, and I love saying this, 53 men, as you guys know, on an NFL roster, I was always number 54. Yeah. DJ, you're good. If you were a little bit better, if you had more experience, and you would have made it, mm -hmm. possibly. We provide that experience. Mm -hmm. But being number 54 created a chip that, put on, that was put on my shoulder that never went away. The players that come to us, you find, are playing with that chip. So it's the same thing when we talk about Baltimore and we talk about Detroit. There's a chip there. Mm -hmm. Baltimore has never been in a Super Bowl. I'm sorry, no, no. Detroit has yeah, never yeah, been yeah. in a Super Bowl. And no. it's been, and it's been I think, playoff win in uh, how many 91, yeah, I think. Exactly. Went, one yeah. playoff went up until I mean, this playoff. Now, one until playoff this. went since 1957. It's unbelievable. That's incredible. 1957. Right, so there's the city of Detroit has overcome so much. Absolutely. Overcome. Yeah, and that's what we're finding with our players. So I, I think we got a real shot. I think the football is, the quality of football is going to be great. And we'll see. Here we go. Yeah. Mm. And more stories to mm. tell. Mm. Okay, yeah. before we let you roll. So I'm a total daddy's girl, even though I'm old, and it is what it is. And I love on social media the moments when you share with your family, your beautiful wife, your little girls. Can I just show one little video really uh -oh. quickly? This amazing moment <laughs> where they're giving you a makeover. What does it mean to you to be a girl dad? It's the greatest. And you have three daughters. I have three yes, daughters, yes. And, and my oldest daughter is a wrestler in WWE. Yes, yeah, yes. So she's coming we up in NXT. Yep. And so it, being a girl dad is the greatest blessing 
of my life. And keep in mind, I have my first daughter. We, I was 29 when I had her, so in a way I like to say we grew up together. Mm -hmm. So to be in the relationship I have with her now at this level, at the, in a, and in a beautiful way, the world of pro wrestling has bonded us, mm. my older daughter. But now my little ones are, now that, I, now that I'm older, you live life a little bit, you think you're a little wiser. There is nothing greater than school pickups and drop-offs and that kind of stuff where, you know, I always fall for it. Like, I'm a fool because it's like, Daddy, do you want to make over? And I'm like, hey, I got to go to the meeting. And they're like, no, 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 you know, you can't say no. Yeah. My face gets painted red like that. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, by the way, you know this. Yeah. That's lipstick. I didn't know that you can't get lipstick off. Look at everybody laughing. I bet. You, <laughs> you can't, can't just, get it off. You, uh, no. No. no, it took me days to get oh lipstick off, but it's a blessing. I love, but it keeps my you balanced, me right? Spinning. My daughter had me spinning on TikTok the other day. Oh my How was goodness. it? it very embarrassing, but to say the least. But well. you love it. Of course I do. That's there the it is. problem. There it is. Yeah. I'm in love. Yes. Yes. You understand? I love my daughter. That's, that's the damn problem. And they, they, they get away yeah, with everything. It's your why. It's your why. Everybody's got to have a why. And also, you know, and then we realize just as dudes and as men and as fathers, and you know this too, like that's the first, you're, you're, that's the first reference of what a man should be mm -hmm. in her life. Absolutely. A hundred percent. It is such a pleasure to have you here. Likewise. Thank you so much. Thank I you know guys. you're very busy. Thank you, brother. Thank in you. In that pinky ring. Yes. I don't know if that's vintage, but I'm obsessed with rings, if you can tell. I've been staring at it the entire show. It's amazing. Really? There you go. No. Yep. Are you serious? I am. Stop it. <laughs> this is incredible. It's really oh my she's God. never well, taking it No, I have to tell you the truth. So actually, real quick, then we'll go. So Nick Khan's sister-in-law, Lisette Mora, is one of my dear yes. friends, and she's my stylist. And I was literally going to text her, like, we need something like this, a vintage. This wow. is Wow. Uh, it is vintage. means a lot to so me, much. but it means so much that you called you it sure? out. Absolutely, 100%. She yes. was, she's not taking it off. Oh, Trust me. So she's not taking it off. It is special. Yeah. Okay. I'm being told I have to go. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus receive premium travel benefits, like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X Card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah! We got a conference championship game coming up this weekend. The AFC, the NFC championship game. We're going to discuss my top five non-quarterbacks okay. to watch out. Four. Keep in mind, the list is fluid. Mm. The list is fluid. Subject to interpretation, alterage, alterations, and all of that other stuff. Okay, let's go to number five on the list. Give it to me right now, please. Right now. Bam! 
Oh, Zay cool. Flowers. Why? The rookie can ball. Wasn't a thousand yard receiver. Had nearly 900 yards. But you know he's a weapon that Lamar Jackson will rely upon, particularly when it comes to spreading the field. We understand that. We don't know about the status of Mark Andrews. We don't know whether or not OBJ is going to have any kind of impact. We know that the Kansas City defense could make some noise. We know that Lamar Jackson can run out of the backfield. But if Zay Flowers can sit up there and create some opportunities for Baltimore's offense, who knows what could happen. They could knock off Patrick Mahomes. He ain't top four, though. Let me top, me top four. four right now, please. Bam! Trent Williams. There is nothing to talk about here. Did you see the 49ers lose three straight games this year? You know why? Because that brother wasn't available at the tackle spot. The brother is big time. We all know how all-world he is when it comes to protecting the quarterback, when it comes to even blocking against the run, when it comes to taking big, massive bodies and shoving them aside like cheap pieces <laughs> of paper. That's what Trent Williams brings to the table. Notice that no one messes with him. No one. You never see anybody smack-talking. You never see anybody trying to push him around. They don't mess with that brother because he's elite. He ain't top three, though. Give me top three right now, please. Bam! Mm. Jamal Gibbs. Let me tell y'all something right now. This brother can ball. We saw what he did against Tampa Bay last week. In, in the postseason. In the postseason, we saw what he did during the regular season. We know they can run the football. If they can run the football, that frees things up because you got to cut, you got to suffocate the gap a little bit. You obviously going to compromise your secondary. Jared Goff can go back, and then all of a sudden, you've got the multitude of weapons. I'm on Ross St. Brown and the rest of the crew out there to throw the ball to with Laporta as well. Let me not forget him and the rest of the crew. This is what they need. They need a running game. Go to the number two spot, please, right there. Give it to me right now. Bam! Mm. Travis Kelsey! the Kansas City Chiefs done in terms of their wide receivers over the last two weeks in terms of catching the football. I still saw all of them damn drops during the regular season. Even though he's a person that's dropped a couple himself this year, we all know this future Hall of Famer, one of the greatest tight ends in the history of football, Travis Kelsey. What a reliable weapon he is for Patrick Mahomes. That doesn't change right now. He just ain't number one on the list. Give it to me right now, please. Bam! CMC Christian McCaffrey. It's necessary. As Shannon Sharp articulated earlier, he's the best player on the field for both teams. We know what kind, what time it is. We know what he brings to the table. Debo Samuels is left out of this because we don't know whether or not he's going to play or not. That's the only reason I left him off this list. We don't know whether he's going to play or not. But for those that we know are on, this, on the roster to be playing this weekend, Christian yeah. McCaffrey, Travis Kelsey, Schmidt Gibbs, Trent Williams, Zay Flowers. Non-quarterbacks, key word, to watch out for. That's where I'm at with it. Here's my list. All right, Shay, you're up first. Talk to me. I mean, I like the list. I could easily, uh, we got a lot of things in common, Stephen, with the list. Uh, the Christian McCaffrey, number one. The Trent Williams situation, I went with the right tackles because they're going to have to find a way to neutralize, especially Aiden Hutchinson. Yep. So I really like that. But what I got away from, uh, Stephen A., I went in terms of winning the ball game. For number five, I got the Ravens running back, Gus Edwards and Justice uh, Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. Okay. Because they they are the guys that once they get the lead from Mahomes, they're gonna be able to keep Mahomes on the sideline. And look, we understand Lamar. And I, I'm glad we went non-quarterbacks because we know the yeah. quarterbacks are always the, the key figures. But I think Hill and Edwards being able to control the game. Keep Patrick Mahomes because unlike the Buffalo Bills, if they possess the ball for nine minutes, they're going to end up with touchdowns. So we got four right. I went Armand St. Brown for my number three guy, and let me tell you why. Because he's the party starter for the Alliance. 
he gets everybody going. When he gets his hands on the football, especially remember when in Detroit, he gets them going. They are handed to him. They'll throw bubble screens to him, and he's great down the field and run but after the catch. Doesn't that happen after they show they can run a football? Wait, pause. Hold, hold on one sec, real quick, as I screwed up the traffic a little bit here. Sorry, Shay. One sec. Oh, you want to go? Let the, QR let code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. QR code on the screen, guys. Uh, scan that bad boy. Send in your grades. You know, we always grade Stephen at the end, and we want you a part of it. Go ahead, Shay. Finish your last yeah. two. Number number two, I went Isaiah Pacheco. Because it okay. was his ability. It's a good one. Good one. Good one. A really good one. It was his ability to run the football in Buffalo that allowed to slow that pass rush down and allow play uh, and Patrick Mahomes to get to the play action. So I think he's going to be, be because if you become one dimensional against the Ravens, you can't beat them. So you're going to have to run the football. I went for Pacheco, and again, I agree. Christian McCaffrey is the best player on the field offense uh, for the uh, Lions and the 49ers. All right, what's the grade, Shannon, before Jeff gets in here? You know what? I like, you know what, Stephen A? I will give you a strong, I'm talking about a strong, the strongest of the strongs, A minus. Hmm. You are always too soft on him. Yeah. I'm going to give him an A minus. Because it's he, unbelievable. he makes some, and it's just, he you makes know what, good Shannon, I, I'm already Saturday. like have a beef with you for today's show, and it's just unbelievable. Listen, it's not Shannon's fault soft, you ripped your skirt. Soft. It's not Shannon's fault you ripped your skirt. He went with, okay? he he went with a lot of obvious. He didn't do this. You did that. Okay, you remember like, your leg pressing all of that stuff, and it ripped because he said you're working out a leg. Yeah. All right, this is getting awkward now. You did that. Shannon ain't do that to you. Okay, yep. I don't know what happened. I just walked off. I my skirt, but oh. I have pants now. Oh, so I got you. We saved the day. Oh. Yeah, what happened to the skirt? Welcome to live <laughs> the TV. Coming to oh. The rock was coming to the studio. He couldn't see a rip near the knee. He couldn't see it. That, that couldn't happen. I mean, it was, well, it was thigh, but good thigh. It was actually thigh. So, like, let's, let's all I was, settle I was, down. I was, I was trying to be nice. Oh, you were trying to be nice? Yeah. Go ahead, Chen. Go ahead, Chen. Go ahead, Go ahead, Chen. Where are you? I actually like So, I'm going to say this. So, to me, when you were talking about Hill and Edwards, that, that makes a lot more sense to me than Zay Flowers. And I'm going to say why. Because the offensive line for the Ravens have got to be very proficient. Them running the ball will take pressure off of them giving it because their edges, their tackles against the pass. No, I, I get it. You have to pick one. Okay, well, you, on, you, you pick. So, but, but I do Stop like because I think the matchup for the it's tackles, Ravens, and, and, and being able to pass block is going to be much more difficult if they can't get the run game going. Now, Zay Flowers is going to have to have a big game as well. So I'm not going to like you too much. It's just the way you see the game. Trent Williams for sure. So the Gibbs thing, let's talk about this. Yeah. So Decker and Sewell being able to play against Armstead, against um, uh, against Bosa. Jeff, uh, Joey Bosa. Yeah. So Panay Sewell Big. versus Joey Bosa. How important is this going to be? And even injured? and even Young on the outside. Tweak, but, but he's all he's okay. going to be good. Okay. Everybody's going to be okay. good. But the issue for those, those matchups are what's going to set up Gibbs and St. Brown for their success. Because that okay. bottom line is the, 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 if the 49ers can't get pressure on golf, he will carve them up. And right now, they haven't been able to stop the run great, so that's going to be an issue. So this 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 game is going to be about that D-line and the offensive line for the, for the Detroit Lions is big. I actually like the Kelsey thing because it's not just – Pacheco to me is – I love the run game, so you know I'm always going to love that. The touchdowns that he just scored – 
He is the catalyst. And so whether it's eight catches and one touchdown or whatever it is, him pushing the ball opens up Rice. It opens up Pacheco to be able to do what he does. He <coughs> has to be explosive. It can't just be a six, six catch for 40-yard type okay. game. Okay. He's got to have some big ones. And then McCaffrey is hes the dude. He's the best player on the, on the 49ers. He's got to have that type of day for them to beat Detroit and go, go to the so Super Bowl. So you're actually unbiased, unlike Shannon, who butters up to Stephen A. Yeah, this, this is a B. It's a B. It's a B. Because, he, listen, he's a – I mean – He's a he's a name dropper, right? He's oh, a, he lives in a different are you world, kidding? It's right? So he's a bit of a name dropper. It's so he likes to find the names, right? Like Flowers sells, right? Like Ronnie Stanley doesn't sell, you yes. know what I mean? Like can Kelsey I, can I sells. No, look, look, no, look, look. Who was right? One quick comment. Uh, very, who the hell? Kid? No, <laughs> we do. Yep. They're wrong. Um, what, what did I say? What? It, what? Is, but America always gets Listen, it right. Yeah. They're always in lockstep with our analysts. Real quick. I mean, we've been talking all morning. Sure. It's not name drop <laughs> when you're a man. Oh, okay. Oh. I forget. Oh. You can think about Hold on. Oh. Let's think about this. Let's think about oh. Stephen A's last couple weeks. Last couple weeks. He's with he's with Jordan. He's hanging out in suites with Jordan. Now he's got the rock over here. Like he's living in a different elevation. You know what I mean? Well, it's just, it's come on. Come on, like real recognize real. It was just not. What do you want? You've had some good weeks, bro. Recognizes real more than you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. You, 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 you need to go sit down somewhere in that purple suit. All right, you're on one today, and just just take it. You feeling good? Take it on back. Hey, if you're gonna be the manager of the rock, you gotta put some elbows back on. I need you out here to help me. All right, so get on the bird. Get out here. Get out here on the East Coast. Enough of this nonsense. Help them. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one... The majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Stephen A, quick take for you. Uh, earlier this morning, I discussed, as reported by Adrian Wojnarowski, the Hornets are trading Terry Rozier to the Heat for a 2027 first-round pick and Kyle Lowry. 
Stephen A., what's your reaction to this? What kind of difference is this going to make for the Heat coming out of the Heat? My condolences to Kyle Lowry for going from the Heat to that culture. But I am ecstatic for Terry Rozier. He's a rough rider, really tough-minded, 23-point-per-game scorer, shooting 45% from the field. And him with Jimmy Butler, mm, special. Special things could happen with the Miami Heat acquiring this kid because he could score. Hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. What a show, what a show, what a time, Shannon Sharp. Uh, Tell me this, who do you trust more Sunday, Goff or Purdy? That's like saying which is heavier, a ton of bricks or a ton of feathers. Damn, they're about the same, aren't they? I'm going to lean Purdy. I'm going to lean Purdy. I I think uh, Kyle Shanahan will do a great job of coaching him up. Uh, He won't make the costly mistake. I think the 49ers defensive line will put pressure on golf. They'll coax him into at least one mistake. And I think that's probably the difference in the ball game. So I'm going to say I'm leaning towards I trust Purdy a little more than I trust golf. To me, I trust golf. I just think that the other guys, like you talk about Christian McCaffrey and those brothers, him or Debo, will make something happen in order for San Francisco to win this game. But I think the better quarterback Sunday will be Jerry Goff. Well, Brock Purdy will probably have to do the least because now we run bubble screens, get the ball in our playmaker's hand, Mm -hmm. and not ask him to be something that he's not. And so I think Kyle Shanahan will rely a lot more on Christian McCaffrey on Sunday to get the job done. Well, let me ask you this, Shannon. How difficult do you think it's going to be for San Francisco, I'm sorry, for Detroit to get Brock Purdy to be out of character and to do things he normally would feel uncomfortable doing? Well, what we've, what we've seen over the last couple of games is that the Detroit Lions like to bring pressure. And the thing is, Brock Purdy normally does really well with pressure. He does a great job of getting the ball out of his hand, getting the ball into his playmakers and let Ayuk. And if Debo plays Jennings, those guys do great run after the catch. Kittle are great run after the catch guys. And so if they can't 
get pressure. But you're asking an awful lot because you can talk about some of the best run after the catch guys in a blitz situation. So in a situation like that, Stephen A., your corners, your safeties have to be excellent tackles, tacklers because a 10-yard route will turn into a 40-yard touchdown because the 49ers are as good as run after catch receivers as we have in this league. Okay. Hey, Shannon, we got to roll in like 20 seconds. So are you taking the Ravens and the Niners to win this weekend? Yeah, that's, if you force me to pick it right now, yeah, I'm leaning Ravens and that's 49 of the rematch of Christmas. That's where I'm at. You're that's go, where I'm at. You're going Raven, Ravens Ravens Niners as well. But I'm very iffy because I think Detroit can beat San Francisco. I mean, we know what Mahomes can do, but I'm scoring with the Ravens. But I'm much more iffy on Detroit than San yeah. Francisco. I think Detroit can win, but I'm, I'm going right. to pick San Francisco. Fair enough. Hey, Shannon, Stephen A., you too. Stay out of the headlines, all right? Stay out of trouble. Stay out of headlines. Try Try not to go viral today, okay?